Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. You can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley, Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm up. Uh, and we are uh, going to go. Uh, Brendan, do you have Ken lined up for us? Sorry, I got confused there. Just out of the home office here. Did I lose Brendan? I think I still have Brendan. Hi there. No, we uh, we do have Mr. Ken Holland on the All right, there we go. Well, we're going to head off to our Oilers now headliner for touchback safety. Touchback remains open for training and is taking all necessary precautions to ensure the safety of their staff and clients. Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, who's uh, in theory, I guess that's the opening question, uh, Ken. We'll get to a bunch of the moves. Um, is your work done or does the work never stop getting done? Yeah, hi Bob. Uh, hey, Ken. I, I, I never really stops getting done. You, you still work the phones, and you, but you can work the phones from anywhere. So in the world yep. that we live in today, so uh, still t- stay in touch. I mean, we're we're close to having spent uh, all our cap money. We obviously got to get Ethan Bear signed. Uh, we we also qualified uh, William Lagason, so got to get him done. So we've got some uh, some uh, some of our own players to take care of, and then uh, kind of you know. If some things get presented, I'll, I'll look at them. But for the most part, uh, if we have to go to training camp next week with our own players signed, we'd be ready to go to training camp. You're at 44 guys right now. Uh, the one position that you might be a little bit light on, uh, could, I mean, I'm looking at defense theoretically for the farm team. Uh, maybe maybe out a guy there that's that uh, you know could be a tweener between the NHL and the American League. Is that a possibility? Yeah, probably could use yeah definitely one more D man in the in the organization depth guy vet that can go up and down. So that's you know I'm going to let the market kind of settle and, and then we'll a few days from now we'll we'll get try to get back in and see what's what who's still available. We just had Tyson Berry on the show. He said money was never the focus for him. It was more about the opportunity, and the best opportunity was here in Edmonton. Were you surprised how that deal came together? Were you surprised that you got him at the price point? Uh, just maybe a comment on uh, on getting Tyson in here for a year. Well, we're excited. Um, you know, obviously he can run a power play. He's been around the, the game in Colorado and in Toronto um, you know he can, he's, he's a he's a skilled defense, but he can pass the puck. You know you go to the guide and record book and you know, look at his last three years: uh, 57 points, 59 points, 39 points. That's a lot of points for a for a defenseman. So uh, obviously we're he's coming in here to to help run our power play or run our power play, depending on what's going on with Clef. Certainly Darnell Nurse also 
has, has run our power play at times in the past and his ability to move the puck and get the transition, get the puck moving from uh, from our defense up to our forwards so that we can get uh, try to spend more time in, in the ozone. So, uh, you know, happy to have him. Certainly on a one-year deal at 3.75, it's a number that... Uh, um, is 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 good for us. Not a, and then and then we'll take a look and see who knows if you, we build a relationship, we can we can talk about a, a longer term deal um, when the year's over. But uh, wonderful opportunity for Tyson, and certainly uh, adding a player that uh, has the ability to move the puck and run a power play. Um, he, we think he's a real good addition for the Oilers. Ken, it was interesting because he mentioned that, uh, you know, he talked to Connor and he talked to Wayne Gretzky and he said, you know, it's great I talked to those guys, but I was already coming to Edmonton. I found that to be a pretty interesting comment. Uh, on uh, Friday, and I know you did the media availability, but on Friday you made two moves at the NHL level. Uh, you signed Kyle Turris as well as bringing back Tyler Innes. I think the fans know what Innes brings, but just a, a thought on getting a right shot center fair price point, short-term deal, and what your hope is that maybe Kyle can accomplish here in Edmonton? Well, I mean, first off, Kyle's around 30 years old, so he's not, you know, he's still relatively relatively young. He's been a good player in the league, you know, for a lot of years. For whatever reason, things didn't go very good for him in the in, in Nashville, and I don't know if it's, the, you know, there's obviously Johansson was there and Duchesne was there and he was there and Bonino was there and, and uh, you know, David Poyles made a decision to buy out tourists and he traded away Bonino. So, you know, I, I don't know about the opportunity, but, you know, he was a real good player in Ottawa. I remember them going to game seven against Pittsburgh about two, three years ago and, and losing in uh, sudden death overtime in game seven. I remember that he had a, a real good playoff, was a real important player for, uh, for Ottawa. He shoots right. Um, Coach Tippett and and uh, they played together. Uh, worked they they worked together. Kyle Tourist and him at the uh, World Championships one year. So there's there's some you know there's some history, some relationship, and and uh, Dave Tippett you know knows uh, enough about uh, Kyle to uh, to feel good about the addition. So I think we're bringing in a guy that's a veteran. He shoots right. He's a center iceman. Um, I think we're going to give an opportunity to uh, on the penalty kill, um, and they, they we're looking for some from some more scoring on the bottom part of the roster. So with the addition, with the signing of Pugliarvi, the re-signing of uh, of of, of Ennis and and Turris, we've we've added some people to the bottom part of the roster that that we think uh, can provide a little bit more offense. Yeah, you got those three guys done for less than. 2.65, uh, less than $4 million for the three of them. I mean, that's, that's, that's going to give you some options. And you didn't have a lot of cap space to begin with. So I, I, I think you, just in the Paulie Arby thing, uh, if I told you a year ago at this time that you would have him signed to a, a two-year deal at some point, would you have thought that would have been possible? And, and what sort of change that maybe allowed that to happen, Ken? Well, you know what? Um, I guess I would say from my experience in Detroit, I remember one year we went, I don't know, it was 08 or 09, and then Yuri Hoodler, he couldn't get the money. He went back and he played in Europe for a year, and then he came back and we, we brought him back to Detroit. And I remember one year I tried to sign Igor Larionov, and he went to, I think, Florida, and, and then at, at the halfway through the season I made a trade to bring him back. You know, so I've had experiences with players you know, happen to see you in Detroit, you didn't want to sign, you know, I can go through multiple. So my feeling was 
patience, you know, wait. And, you know, you're, you're either waiting for the right deal or you're waiting for the relationship to, to get better. And in this situation, I guess through time, he went back home. He had a great year last year in the, in the Finnish league finished the top five in scoring and uh, um, we've, we've had a two three zoom calls here over the last uh, few months and I had many conversations with his, eight, with his agent Marcus Leto and ultimately we found a, a solution that uh, allows him to come back it's a again it's a two-year deal it gives him a little security it's a good cap number for us it's under 1.2 a year and uh, he's coming back he's 22 years of age he's not 18 19 so I'm hoping he's a he's uh, the, he's got his swagger back by, by, by having a good year last year and his confidence back, and, and uh, he can come in and give us a boost. Ken, we've seen a significant drop-off in the market for a bunch of players here, uh, and we will get to the goaltending in a second. But just because we've got people asking us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, at any point, because uh, you have to qualify Athanasiu and you have to qualify Benning, and obviously Benning has signed for considerably less. Uh, Athanasiu will, has yet to sign yet. Did you discuss with their agents the possibility of maybe coming back on a lower term or a lower price point? Yeah, I did. Last Saturday, I talked to both uh, agents for both those players, and uh, I made I made uh, offers for them to stay. Um, uh, in both players' cases, they decided they wanted to uh, to hit the market. So yeah, okay. yeah, the answer. Okay. Yes. All right, just 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 because we were getting asked that question. All right, let's get to uh, goaltending. Uh, I know that uh, you did your availability before free agency started. Ken Holland, Oilers general manager, joining us on Oilers now. You're, you said goaltending and third line center were target areas for you. You got Kyle Turris done relatively quickly. It's well documented, and he is now property of another. Organ- it's believed, put it that way, that uh, you guys had an interest in Jacob Marsham. Pretty interesting goaltending market, wasn't it? I mean. Uh, six times six on Markstrom. You look at the price points on a couple other guys, Crawford and Grice. There were some high numbers there. You didn't have a lot of cap space to play with. What was uh, your experience, you know, observing what was occurring with the goaltending market, Ken? Well, I, I guess I would say to you, as we did our planning, we were heading into Friday. You know, it's it's you've got X amount of dollars to spend. You look at your commitments. You put your commitments on the board. You look at your needs and wants. And you figure out what money you got to spend. And, you know, we're lucky here. I'm lucky here. You know, we've got an owner that's prepared to go to the cap. So certainly, you know, you're going to a cap team or not a budget team. And you got to set aside some money. I know I know. going into um, into noon on, uh, on, uh, on Wednesday, on Friday, free agency day, you know, i got to set some money aside for Ethan Bear. You gotta, we got to get Ethan Bear signed. Um, you know, and, and, and I got to set some money aside. You need a cushion. You got to run your team. You, you got to expect injuries over the course of the year. And you got to be able to bring people up and down. Probably need, you know, in the minimum of one five cushion to a two cushion. Your know, players come up, usually they're in the eight or nine hundred, the entry level players. So you got to have a couple of them at a time. So you can run your team on a 25 man roster instead of a 23 man roster. Now you got X amount of dollars to spend. Now you're going to market. Here's your wants and needs, and here's your money. And. You know, I, I, I talked to a lot of goaltenders. Certainly that was, uh, and I said that going in, I wanted to explore the goaltender market. Um, that's why I didn't sign Mike Smith. I wanted to go in with the flexibility to explore the goaltending market. And as the day unfolded, uh, the, the day or two unfolded, Friday and Saturday, um, 
you know, we we started, you know, we got a third line center at a buck six five, and I talked to some other people, and Tyler Ennis had played good, and it was one year deal with a million dollars, and I knew that Jesse Pugliarvi was coming back. He's on the board now at one point one one seven five million dollars, and and certainly you work your way through, and and then you go into Saturday, you know, you got X amount of money to spend, and. And the goalie started to, to drop off the market. I talked to their agents, and and uh, for whatever reason, we not, not, nothing happened. So certainly, the, the money allowed us to bring in Tyson Berry, and uh, we went back brought, brought back Mike Smith. And I think I've said many, many times, I thought over 71 games over the regular season. Um, Koski and Mike Smith gave us good goaltending. He gave us a good one-two punch. Uh, that was a, they were a, they were a strength of our team. Um, and I thought that in the playoffs, I didn't think we played very good from goal on out through the defense, through the forwards in the Chicago series. I, I can't sit here and just pin pin it on one or two players and say we didn't play good enough. I just didn't think we played good enough as a group. And I don't think it'd be fair to 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 assess our team on four games in in the in in, in the beginning of August. And, 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 and on top of that, if I was going to assess, there was many players that didn't play nearly as well as, as they had played for us over the 71-game season. We didn't play good enough. So we're bringing back Mike Smith. We, uh, we, it's a one-two punch. We've, we've had him here. He's got a real, uh, you know, he's, he, he can handle the puck. He moves the puck. He's got good relationship with, with Koski. And, and they, they, they gave us a good one-two punch last year. And I'm uh, hoping that we can get the same goaltending out of him again this year. Ken, you, you mentioned the market a little bit, and I think for a couple of goalies, the numbers came in a little high. Um, now, that said, it was overall, were you surprised? Like, Taylor Hall signed a one-year deal, $8 million with Buffalo. Um, that's been the highest forwards. I don't think there's been another forward over $6 bucks. Uh Obviously, Petrangelo is a world-class defender. Vegas did what they did on a long-term deal. Um, but there were not... I guess where I'm going here, you inherited a situation for a couple of years where maybe you knew uh, because of maybe some of the, mis- you know, mis- not well, it's, let's just say it. Like there's been some challenging contracts that you inherited. Uh, are, do you, was part of the plan to go kind of shorter term with some of these deals to create some flexibility carrying forward long term, like i.e. the summer of 2021? Well, yeah, I, I think, Bob, when I came here last year, you know, um, you know, I signed lots of, we, you know, I, I think we've it's documented. We went out, we signed lots of forwards. We wanted to create some competition. We wanted to create some depth and we and some different options and come to training camp. I believe you need some internal competition for jobs to drive to drive your team versus just handing kids jobs or handing ha- handing jobs out. I, 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 I like depth and I like competition. I think it's a healthy environment for, and if you have, you know you're going to get some injuries and people can, can step in. And as we went in into this this year again, it was certainly a different, it's a different marketplace. There was a pandemic. You know that it's an 81.5 cap this year. Might be an 81.5 cap year for two or three more years for, for nobody knows. Nobody knows when we're going to get up and running and how the economics and how's everything going to go. So I think all that uncertainty, the flat cap, has really impacted the thinking of uh, of, of, of uh, all the managers in, in the league. And then there's some teams that maybe they're not cap teams; they're budget teams. And for a variety, you know, they're making decisions based upon their internal internal budget. I got I have no problem doing a long term long term deal if I if I feel that the player is a part of you know where we're going, a part of the solution, um, and he's an important player, and you want to add him to the team, whether it's internally or or you're bringing somebody from the outside. 
Um, so I've, I've done that before. And I also would say to you, and I think I said this in my press conference, you know, if you're in it long enough and you sign enough contracts, you're going to make some bad contracts. You, you, it's impossible to be in this business yeah. and, 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 and get a team-friendly, be bang on a term and bang on a cap number on every contract. But you got to believe you're going to do more good decisions than bad decisions. And so for, for, for us, you know, it's just uh, it's, it's, it's who's available, the cap space. And uh, um, certainly as you look forward to next year, to, to, to next year, you know, we've, we have a lot of people that are on the last year of their contracts, and some of them we might want to keep, and some of them uh, they might dislike anything. There's, there's, there's change, and some of it's going to be internal. I'm anxious to see how Bouchard and, and Broberg play over Europe and Sam Arukov and, and, and how does Caleb Jones play this year and, and some of those kids, uh, you know, McLeod and we got Yamamoto. That, that's part of where you're going. It has to be a push internally of your, of your kids. So we've... Uh, you know, we've, we've got some kids, and uh, that's also the direction that we're going. All right. Two final questions for Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Ken, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, he's got a year left in his deal. Uh, back-to-back 60-plus point seasons. Very popular player here. Lots of different roles. Um, anything at this time that you can maybe share with our, our listeners? Well, he's popular with me too. I, you know, we've had lots of conversations. His agent Rick Vallette and myself were going back to really. I think we started probably uh, in about January. Rick came in and uh, got, uh, we met for two, three hours, and we've just sort of, you know, yeah, that's the process. That's the way the process works. So, you know, certainly uh, I'd like to keep. I think I've said it before. I'd like to keep Ryan. I'd like to find a solution that works for Ryan and for us. Certainly, I understand in Ryan's case, it's going to have to be, be uh, some some uh, some term. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what goes on here. Uh, obviously, what's happened here the last three, four days um, in free agency is going to impact their thinking. It's going to impact my thinking. And yeah. uh, hope, but hopefully, we can find a solution because he's a real important player on our team. He's a good player on and off the ice. Um, Oscar Clefbaum is a really good player on your team, and he's a really important player. Uh, and he played 25 minutes a game last year, fifth of the NHL. He was part of the number one ranked power play. Now, obviously, Barry can replace that at least short term for a year. Is it how difficult is it to kind of manage a uh, program? Uh, do you know exactly what's going on with? Uh, is it still to be determined? Like that's got to be a pretty unique situation to be in. Well, I, I you know, Bob, I know, I know exactly what's going on. But I don't know what's going on. Like, I know exactly what's going on in terms of what's the injury and what's going on and what's the thinking. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, Clef had some decisions to make um, about what, what, what direction he wants to go in, 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 in with, with, with his health. And so uh, I, I think I've said this all along. I'm expecting, I'm planning that he's not going to be around on our team for 2021 but that doesn't mean he's not going to be maybe maybe we wake up and in january we go into training camp and um he's just he wants he wants to come back uh maybe he's not so you know i've tried to do some things to be positioned so that i can i can deacon dive a little bit and go in either direction based upon what his decision is but right now i'm planning that he he won't be on our team certainly at least for the start uh, and very possibly for the entire 2021 season, but I don't know 100%. Ken, you provided us uh, lots of uh, airtime, lots of opportunity to chat with you during the course of the past season. Thank you for your time, and we'll touch base down the road. 
Thanks, Bob. Anytime. You bet. That is Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. It is 12.52 in Edmonton. Oilers now. Ken Holland was their Oilers now headliner for touchback safety. Touchback remains open for training and is taking all necessary precautions to ensure the safety of their staff and clients. You heard Ken say it. The Oilers are planning as though they will not have cleft bomb uh, for the 2021 season. Tyson Berry obviously signed. I think you read between the lines here. The Oilers were in on gold. Uh, yeah, you know, I think we know they were in on Markstrom. Uh, Calgary got him six years on a $6 million term. Um, the price points on Crawford and Grice, for me, were frankly a little high. I don't know about what you thought. Water circled back to uh, Mike Smith, but it also gave them the wiggle space to bring in Tyson Berry on defense. Roos Chris Steakhouse, the greatest steak you've ever had. Edmonton owned and operated. Open from Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. Head down to 99.90. Jasper Avenue, tell Brendan, Maggie, Taylor, and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers now sent you. When we come back... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um... NHL uh, today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Well, that uh, return was well-timed. You just heard Oilers General Manager Ken Holland say, uh, I mentioned that the fans are uh, a big fan of Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ken Holland said, I'm a big fan of uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Interesting time market-wise, so that is for sure. I mean, Taylor Hall got uh, the biggest money for a forward on a one-year deal, $8 million bucks. Um Again, I personally think that's a good situation for him, and I think he'll be able to, frankly, play the field next summer. And uh, as for Nugent Hopkins, uh, I think there's a deal to be made there uh, in time. Rick Vallette's got to do what he needs to do for his uh, player that he represents, and Ken Holland's got to do what he's got to do for the organization that he represents. We'll see how this comes to fruition. We uh, will go to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, who have face masks for everybody. Elite Promotional Marketing, Drew Shamahorn and his staff, Edmonton-owned and operated. Visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back at the 630 Chad Studios, here's Brendan. Yes, Scott. Lots to catch up on from the weekend. Alex Petrangelo signing a seven-year, $61.6 million contract with the Vegas Golden Knights. That is an average annual value of $8.8 million and does feature a full no-movement clause as well. He will wear number seven with the Golden Knights. Now, that happened after St. Louis landed the penultimate free agent defenseman, Tory Krug. They signed the 29-year-old seven years, $45.5 million. That's $6.5 million per season there. Nate Schmidt, as a result, went from Vegas to Vancouver in a deal that landed Vegas a 2022 third rounder. You mentioned Taylor Hall's deal, Bob. That is a one-year uh, contract with Buffalo, $8 million. I saw somewhere it might be $7 million on the cap and then a million-dollar uh, performance bonus or signing bonus as well. Uh, Tyler Toffoli signing in Montreal. Four years, $17 million. That's $4.25 million per season. Sharks 
forward Kevin LeBanc uh, signing for half a million more per season than that. That's an $18.9 million deal over four years for him. Sharks also brought back Patrick Marlowe on a one-year $700,000 deal. Big Ryan Graves extended three years by Colorado. That's a $3.16 million AAV. So you're starting to see some of these like free agent prices or restricted free agent prices. I thought that they, it was a little bit higher in some instances uh, than maybe to be expected given the flat cap. But Corey Schneider, New Jersey... F- to uh, Long Island, he goes uh, for the same $700,000 league minimum. Eric Gustafson signed in Philadelphia, one year $3 million, and it's $3.85 million for Brandon Montour's one-year deal in Buffalo as well. Yeah, they walked him right to free agency, Brandon Montour and Buffalo. Um, interesting times. The Hall deal totally will give him flexibility carrying forward. Montreal trading for Josh Anderson, signing him to a seven-year contract at $5 million, then signing to Foley to a four-year deal of $4.25 million per. Uh, so they've tied up a lot of money in term on a couple right wings, and then they got Gallagher, and uh, Jerry Johansson has already said, breakdown of negotiations as reported earlier today. Obviously, uh, I've always had a time a lot of time for you know what if you watch the montreal canadians play it's hard not to like uh brennan gallagher competitive hard-nosed player it's also interesting to see that tyler johnson did not get claimed on waivers some people think that uh, smaller players uh, wear down i think in johnson's case he's not the player he once was um gallagher is a pretty competitive uh, competitive driven player uh i do want to pass along uh condolences uh, to the zitlaw family uh, Rob and Grace Zitlaw are uh, Edmontonians, and Rob Zitlaw was with ICU Video. I worked with Rob uh, for a number of years when I was the uh, SID at the University of Alberta. Uh, Rob uh, was the primary uh, cameraman for uh, a lot of high school football as well as uh, university football, university hockey, ran his own video productions uh, companies, worked the last several years with uh, Dustin Nielsen, who's from the other station on the uh, Golden Bears and uh, uh, Golden Bears hockey and football broadcasts. Uh, Robin Grace passed away in a car accident this weekend. Off to a global news weather and traffic update. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.